0: Um, but um, so, what we're doing is we're going to be praying together. Um, this week, today, Sunday marks the beginning of the BIC week of fasting and prayer. Um, so what we do that this year, to focus, I think you heard a little bit of it in Pastor Bree's prayer, is for the next two years, they're going to be looking at our Brethren in Christ core values. So each year, there's going to be five of them. Um, there's devotionals that are available online, just at BICURS.org, or if you type in Brethren in Christ Week of Prayer, it comes up on the Google right then and there. Um, but each devotional then will have a reflection on the core value, um, and then also just an invitation to prayer. So what we do is kind of in concert with that is we try to schedule these prayer services or a service focusing on prayer so that during the sermon time, instead of, you know, one of us giving a sermon, we actively pray together. Um, so that's what we're doing to this morning. We're asking the, the, for a chance to pray, to reflect, to seek God. Um, also, during this week, we want to make a reminder that, If any time during the week um, you're in the area and would like to come to pray, we have a prayer room on the side. You could do it this week or any other week, right? Like if you're ever in the area and you just want a time or a space to come and pray, call us in the office. One of us is usually in the building. We'll let you in. um, And you can pray there as well. On Wednesday night, um, this year we're having a concert of prayer, which is just basically we're going to have a time that we pray for our pastors and staff. So we'll have different people praying for each individual pastor. So all of this is going together in prayer. Now, one of the challenges when we've done this is that in the past, pre-COVID, when we've done it, you know, everyone's been here. You know, we haven't really focused on online people and how it works for them. So a lot of times we prayed, it was as a large group. A lot of the exercises we did were auditory. Well, we don't have mics all around the building. So while the group in here were sharing beautiful, wonderful things, the people online were just twiddling their thumbs, right? So try to be more creative with it this year. So we're gonna do it a little bit differently, all right? So I want you to breathe, because this might be hard for a lot of us, right? Take a deep breath. I'm serious. Take a deep breath. All right. So that's what we're doing this year. We're going to invite us to kind of engage in this prayer service two different ways, right? The first way is I want to kind of challenge some of us is to let's pray together. And what I mean by together is in small groups, right? Groups of two to four, as you feel comfortable for a variety of reasons. It can be with, you know, who you drove in with, or you could do it do something wild, like go across the aisle and meet someone new, right? It's bold, right? We're going to do it this morning, right? Um, but but if you feel comfortable, um, I want you to be in groups of two to four. And I say two to four because we're going to have defined times of prayer that we're working through. And each defined time will have maybe a question or a thought of reflection, um, an invitation for you to share with your group, right? Right? And then time to pray. Now, in bigger groups of four, you may not all four pray, but that's okay. But we hope you all reflect and you all share, right? So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, If you're not comfortable doing that, that's okay, too. Um, I have a bunch of paper and pens up here. So this is also for the online people, right? So you're still going to do the reflection, right, the sharing and then the praying. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna, as you reflect, you're gonna actually write it down instead of verbally sharing, um, and then you're gonna pray, right? So for those of you who are not in groups, you could do that too. So how you're gonna share is by writing down, okay? I know it sounds crazy, but basically what we're going to do is if you want to pray in groups, follow me. (laughs) You know, if you want to pray by yourself, that's okay too. If you don't have paper and pens, raise your hand. Uh, Maybe Julie and Emily can help me out to pass out the papers and pens. Just raise your hand and we'll do that. Um, So that's how we're going to do it. Hopefully it all makes sense as we go through. So I'm going to give you a minute now to kind of think through that. If you want to stay in your group, you want to stay, that's good. But if you want to move around and form a group of people, that's good, too. And then if you need pens and paper, just raise your hand. We'll come around and give you that. And then we'll get started. So we have a minute. So figure that out. Yep. Thank you. If you're online, this is also your chance to get your paper and pen, or open up a new tab on the computer and you can write your notes there. As we wind down here and form our groups, um, just a reminder to, oh, Brandon has his hand up. There's a couple more people in the back. I don't know if you see them. Oh yeah, I'm calling you out, sorry. (laughs) Like, Brandon. We're coming. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm gonna attempt to begin. Um, so this is what we're going to do. So usually, um, as part of this service, I have a scripture or focus, right, to kind of set uh, as, as the background. Um, but this year, I was actually encouraged by this idea of praying through a scripture, so that's how we broke up each of our sections. So we're going to be praying through Psalm 4 again. If you're watching online, just open up your Bible or open up a new tab. That's the Psalm. If you have your physical Bibles with you, that's what we're working through with Psalm 4. I think we also have it projected. Um, so if you want to peek while we're going through, it, it's going to be up on the screens as well. All right. So we are going to begin. Um, we're going to begin um, just by taking a minute to connect with God. So. Wherever you are, whether you're in a small group, whether you are, you know, writing by yourself, um, I want to give you a minute and just focus on that first phrase that the psalmist begins with, right? Answer me when I call to you. So take this minute to focus on this time of prayer, to breathe, right, to meet with the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we say, you know, Holy Spirit come in, but kind of reminder this one is that the Holy Spirit's already here and we're the ones who need to tap in, right? So answer me when I call to you. It's a blessing that we have a Holy Spirit that's here, a Holy Spirit that meets us. So I just want to give you a minute to, to focus on what does it mean that God meets us and what does it mean that we're going to pray together. Answer me when I call to you. Let's take a moment of silence to prepare. rest of verse 1 reads, answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. In this verse alone, we hear many different attributes of God. We hear that God is righteous. We're grateful that God is the one who relieves our distress. We hear that God is merciful and we're reminded that God hears us. So in this section of prayer, individually or with your group, I'd like you to just focus on this question. Which attribute of God jumps out for you in this moment? From this verse, is it God's righteousness, God as the reliever of distress, God is merciful, or God who hears? Or is there another attribute of God that you're holding on to this morning, whether it's his compassion, his grace, his love? So take a moment to reflect silently, and then share it in your groups. Um, Write it down if you have the pen and paper. And then just pray giving thanks for God, for whatever attribute of God that you're holding on to, pray giving thanks for that. Let's pray together. Dear God, we love you, for you are indeed righteous. We love you, for you are indeed the reliever of our distress. We love you, for you are indeed merciful. We love you, for you hear our prayers. Lord, we adore you, not only because these are attributes of who you are, but you're the one, the only one, who's perfectly righteous, who's perfectly merciful, who perfectly meets us in our distress and relieves us, and who perfectly hears us. Lord, hear our prayer. Amen. In this next section, um, we're going to be talking about confession. Um, in the past, how we've done this, and this is always the nervous part of the prayer, right? This is like, what do you want me to say in public, right? Um, but as, as confession, there's two different ways that the, the church, well, there's many ways, but two of the primary ways the church has understood confession is, one, confessing sin before God. Um but another one, too, is is confessing not just our struggle, but confessing that Jesus is Lord. All right. So as we go through this section, I'm going to read through verse two um, and, and I give these kind of reflection points. Now, for those of you meeting in groups, you know, you know, you might look at this question how you feel comfortable, Um, at the end of the service when the pastors come up and we sing the closing song. If there is something that you would like to confess before God and receive prayer for, we want to give time for that as well, right? Um, But I think verse 2 helps us with this confession because it reads like this. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Um, Some translation says, how long will you love delusions and seek false lies? And then a Silah, which is this chance to sit and reflect on it. So for this section of confession, I would like to ask you to, to think about this question uh, before you come to either share and then to pray together. Um, two questions, three really. Um, one of them hopefully will help. First one is, where are you turning God's glory into shame? What is the good thing of God that perhaps you're not walking in? Or where are you turning God's glory into shame? The verse also asks us, you know, where are we loving delusions? The things that don't last, the things that don't matter, the things of the world, right? Where are we loving delusions? Where are we seeking not after our God, but false gods who are lies? So in this time of confession, again, if you're on your own, you can write it down, confess away, you know. Um, But we want to come from this place of Where are we holding on to the things that are false? Where are we failing to seek God? Where are we turning God's glory into shame? Again, we want to give you a time to reflect and a time to share, right? and then to come together and pray. Let's continue in prayer. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. We confess that you're indeed the Lord of lords, the one who created all things, the one who's above all things, the one who rules. Jesus, we confess that you're indeed Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you for meeting us. We thank you for being in us. We thank you for living. We thank you for being with us. And Lord, we confess that you're the King of kings, the one who will come back and not only redeem all things, For bring us home to be with you. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we confess. We ask forgiveness for where we have turned your glory into shame. We ask forgiveness for where we've chased our delusions. We ask forgiveness for where we've worshiped false gods and false lies. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Again, we're praying through Psalm 4. Um, We've gone through the first three verses. In verse 1, We adored God for who God is. We were grateful that God is righteous, relieves our distress, is merciful, and hears us. In this next section of confession, we honestly and vulnerably came before God and one another to confess not only our sin and struggle, but confess where we're turning God's glory into shame, where we're chasing or loving delusions, where we're worshiping or seeking false God and false lies. In this section, we're going to give thanks um. This is your chance to share about gratefulness for, for God's many blessings. In verses 3 to 5, we read, Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. In this section, we learn that we are set apart meaning that each of us has been chosen by God for a specific purpose. What a blessing that the all-powerful God of the universe has chosen you for a specific purpose. We're reminded of God's faithfulness to those who love him. We're reminded again that our God hears us, We're reminded that our God also then commands us to not only set up our time, but to know who he is. We learn that God meets us, and we learn that God is trustworthy. So in this section, again, whatever jumped out at you, or or maybe just think about one thing that you're grateful for, that you're thankful for. And then once you've got that one thing, invite you to share and to pray prayers of thanksgiving for whatever you're thankful for this morning. Let's continue in prayer together. God, we are thankful that you have set us apart. That you have created us for your purpose. That you have made us and gifted us for your purpose. That you have called us out for your purpose. God, we thank you that you are indeed faithful in your promises in our lives. And you call us to be faithful as you are faithful. God, again, we thank you that you hear us. We thank you that you meet us. We thank you that you call us to stop, to rest, to be restored in you. We thank you that you're trustworthy. We thank you that you are good. In your name we pray, amen. For this last section, praying together, um, we're gonna talk about supplication. Again, we have looked at who God is and giving thanks for that. We have confessed honestly and vulnerably. Um, We have given thanks for God's blessings. In this section, verses six to eight, we plead humbly before our God. Verse six reads, many Lord are asking, Who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. In our world, um, sometimes even in our faith, we describe the prosperity of God as many things that it perhaps isn't. In this verse, in this passage, the psalmist reminds us that part of the prosperity of God looks like the light of God's face shining on us. Looks like God filling our hearts with joy. Looks like us recognizing the blessings that God's given us. Looks like peace that allows us to fall down and sleep to be restored. And it looks like us putting trust that God and God alone is in whom we can safely dwell. And this time I'd like to reflect on these verses. Um, what are you pleading to God for today? What are you willing to share What are you willing to pray for? Let's continue in prayer. God, we need you. We come before you asking for your prosperity. Let us not chase or request anything out of selfish conceit or ambition. Let us truly seek the light of your face, the light of your blessing. Lord, when we know that your light lives inside of us. May the light of your Holy Spirit guide and lead us. May the light of the message and the story of your son be all that we live for, all that we live in, all that we live to share. God, we need you. We pray that the joy that is only found in you may be known to us, to not just be held on to, but also to be shared. God, we need you to be able to open our eyes to see your blessing, to be able to rest in you in peace, to know that in your hands we are safe and secure. God, we need you, and that's okay. So we come before you, giving ourselves back to you, Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for meeting us together. Thank you for the blessing of conversation with each other and with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Um, At this time, we are going to have the worship team come up. Um, We will be closing by singing Jesus at the center. Um, Also, um, if you would like to stay in your groups and keep praying during this time, that would be great. Um, Any of the pastors in the room would like to invite you up. Um, I said earlier in the service, uh, part of confession is confessing before God. Um, I think that sometimes prayer reminds us that there are things that we're holding on to in the dark that really has a hold of us. And confession affords us the uh, ability to bring it out into the light so the Lord can heal us and help us. Uh, not just forgive us, but help us let go and, and be let go of whatever we're holding on to. But anything you'd like to pray for, we'd love to pray for you. Um, but as we sing this song, Jesus is the center, and as we've prayed together, may we just hold on to this simple truth. That not only is our God good, but our God hears us. Whatever prayers that were prayed, and I know some of our groups were so excited to share, we didn't often get to the praying but our God hears us. And maybe this week you can, those prayers you didn't get to say, maybe that's what you can do this week is get those prayers out before the Savior. Let's stand and sing together.
1: the center of it all, Jesus. At the center of it all, from beginning to the end, it will always be. It's always been you, Jesus, Jesus. Cause nothing else matters. Confess you Jesus Jesus Jesus.
0: This morning we have joined the song of the ancients. In this psalm, we've been invited to reflect, to share, and to pray together. In the psalm, we've learned that God meets us, that our God meets us together, and that our God meets us together in prayer. We've given thanks that our God is righteous, that he relieves our distress, that our God is merciful, and that our God hears us. We confess that our God is the Lord of Lord, the King of kings, the one who forgives. We've been reminded and given thanks that our God sets us apart, that our God is faithful and calls us to be faithful, that our God hears us, that our God commands us, that our God not only meets us and is trustworthy, but meets us on our bed and gives us rest. So we've given thanks for God is worthy. We've fled humbly because our God listens. And in prayer, we're reminded that our God moves. Let's pray together. Our Father, our God, we thank you so much that we adore you because of who you are, because who you've revealed yourself to be for us and for who you continue to be. God, you're the one who makes promises and always sees them through. God, we confess that you are not only the Lord and creator of all things, that you're not only the Lord of all lords, that you're the Lord of us, that you are indeed our King. Lord, we give thanks for the light of the message of your Son, for the gospel that not only saves us and inspires us to live fully for you, but for the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us individually as a community, as a body, and as a worldwide group of people serving you. We thank you for the light of your Holy Spirit that leads and guides us. God, we're thankful for so many of your blessings. As we begin this new year, may we be reminded of what prosperity in you looks like, that it's your light shining down upon us, that it's your joy filling our hearts, that it's us turning to you and finding rest and shelter and peace. And God, again, we thank you that as we leave this place, we leave with many needs, many things that are on our hearts, things perhaps we didn't get to fully share, things perhaps we're still holding on to. But Lord, we need you, and that's okay. But you are also the one who meets us. So whatever we need, Lord, help us be bold enough to offer it up to you. Help us be even bolder to offer up ourselves as sacrifice and help us to be even bolder to live fully for you. God who meets us, thank you for meeting us this morning. God who loves us, thank you for loving us always. God who leads us, lead us in the light of your salvation. For your kingdom come. In your holy and precious name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Have a good week.